and we sing the song. It's an oldie but goodie. Have a little talk with Jesus. Come on, right there in your vehicle today, you can have a little talk with Jesus. Come on, you don't have to be in those four walls today. Right there in your vehicle, you can ask God whatever you need today. And, and the Bible says, ask and you shall receive. So right there in your vehicle, how about you ask God for your miracle? How about you ask God for your promise? Come on, ask God for your deliverance right there, right now. Man, I feel the presence of God up here. Amen. I feel the Lord in this parking lot today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel like Pastor could do the moonwalk across the parking lot today. Amen. I bet a lot of you love to see that too, I bet. And I'm sure it'd be all over social media too, because you all know how to get me. I, I preach about adding adding Jesus and adding water to my eggs, and you all you all just throw me under the bus a little bit and get me a book for dummies, cooking book, and all that good stuff. So I know if I went moonwalking across the parking lot, something would happen this week. Amen. I'm so thankful. Amen. That's it. Give God praise today. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, if you're happy and you know it, let the community know today that we're still alive. We're still alive. and we're st Come on, we're still well. Amen. We serve a great God. I, I pray that last week on Easter Sunday you had a wonderful Easter with your families. Amen. A wonderful time. I know it's a unique time. And you made the most of it. But I want to give God praise. I think after, after the count was made, uh, Sister Rexanne each week uh, gives me an attendance update and, and sends me uh, an email with uh, some numbers and things to kind of go through. And, and, uh, and this was a unique report, church, because uh, it wasn't like a physical number, but on it said a parking lot full of vehicles. And I believe the last count was around 67 vehicles we had last Sunday on Easter Sunday. Can we give God praise for that? Come on, I'm praying for a great harvest. I'm praying for your families. Amen, amen, amen. I want to just grab, if you could, grab your Bibles with me. Grab your iPhones, phones, whatever devices you have today to turn with me. We're going to go to the book of Psalms. Psalms chapter 30. And as you're turning there, let me just kind of preface my title today. My title today, the Lord kind of woke me up with this thought, is that most of our craziness and most of some changes happened in our lives happened in the month of March. Life changed in the month of March. And as I began to dwell on that thought, many of us started facing different obstacles that you've never had to face before in the month of March. And many times, many of you were presented challenges, amen, in the month of March that you've never faced before in your life. And so I want to preface my title today on that very concept, Marching Through the Madness. Come on, Heritage Apostolic, I've come to encourage you today. We're going to march right through this madness. So you might as well put a smile on your face and say, God, we're going to make it through it. Amen. Psalms chapter 30, verses 1 through 5 says this. A psalm and song at the dedication of the house of David. I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. Verse 2 says, O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. Woo! Verse 3. 
Oh, Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive. That I should not go down to the pit. Verse 4 says, Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Verse 5 says, For his anger endureth but a moment. This is just a moment, church. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Praise God. Marching through the madness. We all think that we would be like David. Amen. We love to be like him when we read the first four verses. It sounds really good. David says these things. You've lifted me up, God. You've healed me. You've kept me alive. He then encourages us to sing unto the Lord. But consider this with pastor today. If you've been lifted up, you've had to be down. If you've been healed, you've had to be sick. To give praise to be kept alive, your life must have been in danger. And then he says, you can sing unto the Lord. He kind of sums it up in verse 5. For his anger endureth for a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. To get to the joy, church. Guests today that's joined us. To get to the joy, you've got to go through the weeping. To get to the morning, you've got to go through the night. Now the mistake that many of us have made is to assume that weeping has to come and stay. But I've got a word for somebody today. Joy doesn't have to be forever gone. But the Bible tells us just the opposite. The first thing I notice about these scriptures is that it lets us know that there will be difficult times. I don't have time this morning to do it, but I'd love to be able to go through all the scriptures and show you time and time again that God's people are not excused from trouble. The question is, not are you going to have trouble, but how are you going to respond to it? How did David respond? Look at verse 1. It says, I will extol thee. In essence, what David was saying I will give you all the credit, God. You got me out of that mess. Therefore, I will praise you. I will give you honor. I will exalt you. I will praise your name. Come on, I'll give you all the honor because, God, you showed up and got me out of my mess. I will extol thee, God. Anybody here today, anybody here today ever had God get them out of a mess before? I once was lost, but now I'm found. I once was a mess, but God picked me up, dusted me off, put my feet on a solid rock. Aren't you thankful today that God didn't leave you? God God didn't just forget about you, but he saw you. He picked you up. Come on, aren't you thankful that I once was... Come on, somebody make it personal in their vehicle today. I once was lost. Come on.
Come on, I was once lost, but Jesus showed up right on time. Jesus showed up. He didn't leave me. He didn't forsake me. He didn't say, well, you go ahead and go figure it out, Adam. I'll be standing over here. He said, I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to talk with you. If you want it, you can have it. I've said it before. I've said this before. God is not nearly so worried about the circumstance of our life as he is concerned with how we respond to him. Our proper response is always worship. Always worship. Where are those that are here today that says his presence is more important than my problem? Can you make some noise with pastor today? His presence is more important than my problem. He's greater than my problem. He's bigger than my problem. When a problem comes into your life, there are two things going on. We find in Job chapter 2. Job chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 says, Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thy integrity? Curse God and die. Verse 10 says, but he said unto her, but he said unto her, come on, there's going to be some people coming into your life and says, you know what, why are you doing what you're doing? Why, why are you coming to church in a drive-in service? Why are, you, why are you showing up in a drive-in service? Well, what's that all about? Can I tell you? Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You don't know what God has done for me. You don't know what God brought me out of. I was once lost, and God saved me. I told you I could moonwalk across this parking lot today. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. I feel the Holy Ghost in this parking lot. It started in prayer in, this, in, in the church today. Hallelujah. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as the one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Question mark. <laughs> what? Anybody ever had somebody say something to you after you told them some good news? And they said something, they were Debbie Downer, you know what I mean? They were negative. And you, and you, and, and you look at them and say, what? What's going on with you? What's wrong with you? Why can't you pick up what I'm throwing down? Why don't you why can't you hook a buck with me? Because I'm excited what God's doing in my life. Yeah. 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 Woo. I'm preaching with you, sister. I love you. Come on, God's been too good to us to sit down in our praise and our worship. He'll get you through your problem. He'll get you through your situation. Don't you discount God right now, but you pick up the mantle, you pick up the glory, you pick up the anointing and say, God, with you all things are possible. He says, what? Shall we seek good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil? In all this did not Job sin with his lips. Can I tell you something? You can not, come on, you can still serve God and not sin. The adversary tries to get us to look at our flesh and give up. There's two things that happen. The adversary tries to, to get us to look at our flesh and give up. But God tries to get us to look at him and praise. Remember, I am here by God's appointment. I am here in his keeping. I am here under his training. I'm here under his time. And my response is going to be worship. I will not stop marching through this madness. 
Job chapter 13, verse 15 says, Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. But I will maintain my own ways before him. Genesis chapter 50, verse 20 says, But as for you, you thought evil against me. Woo! But God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. God's doing some saving this hour. How many people will be able to see the glory of God and believe because you stood your post? I want to say that one more time. How many people will be able to see the glory of God and believe because you stood your post? Think with me for a moment. Your life matters. If it didn't, you wouldn't be fighting. There are people looking to see you fight through and gain the hope that they're missing. You are the prize of God's glory for those that are lost and need new life. Listen to me. Whenever you don't understand what's happening in your life, just trust, just trust, just trust that it's all in God's plan and he will give you the strength to go through it. Hallelujah. Come on, can we worship the Lord right now? Come on, I feel His presence today. Hallelujah. Come on, where you're at today is no accident. Where you're at today is no accident. God is using the situation you're in right now to shape you and to mold you and to prepare you for where he wants to bring you tomorrow. Trust him with his plans, even if you don't understand them, and be a post for the ones who will look to you later. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm closing. I'm closing. Go with me to the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 6. Joshua chapter 6. God woke me up today with this on my heart. Verse 3 says, And ye shall compass the city, y'all ye men of war, and go around the city once. Thus shalt thou do in six days. Verse 4 and 7. Priests shall bear there before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns, and the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times. And the priest shall blow with the trumpets. Verse 5 says, And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat. And the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. I've come to encourage you today. Don't stop marching. Not every wall falls down the first day you march around it. Not every baseball game is won in the third inning. Not every football game is won in the first half. It's at the end of the game that the victory is obtained. Hallelujah. We all have Jerichos in our life. Things that pressure us, that seem to wall us in. But if we trust God, come on, we may not always have all the answers. But what I do know and what Pastor wants to share with you on this Sunday 
is that God will bring some good out of all affliction. God will bring some good out of all trials. God will bring some good out of every persecution up against us. He'll either knock that wall down flat or let us find strength to walk through it. So whatever you're up against, I'm going to tell you, you say, Pastor, what should I do? You praise and worship anyway. You give God your best anyway. Will you make mistakes? Yes, you'll make mistakes. But you keep marching. You keep pushing. You keep going forward. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 says this. Hold on to this scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. There hath no temptation taken on you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. You will be able to bear it. Maybe it's been months. Maybe it's been even years that you've been battling certain walls in your life. But let me speak life to someone today. That wall that is in your life is ready to come down. You're on the verge of the greatest spiritual breakthrough that you've ever experienced. And it may not happen in those four walls. It may happen in your home. It may happen in your living room. It may happen on your job that you're serving. I'm telling somebody, your greatest spiritual breakthrough, you're about to experience it, is happening right now. If you keep on marching, if you keep on walking, if you keep on having faith, come on, if you keep on working for God, then your wall is getting ready to come down. Notice, notice with, with me today, notice they did more marching. Listen, they did more marching than they did shouting. They did more marching than they did shouting. You've got to do more trusting than rejoicing sometimes. You've got, to, you've got to fight sometimes more than the victories. But can I tell you, one day in heaven is going to be worth it all. It's going to be worth it all. The pain, the suffering, the battles, the fight is worth it all when we rejoice in heaven together. So let me tell you, you may or may not get what you need in one trip to the altar. You may or may not get what you need in one prayer. You may or may not get what you need in just one service today. But can I tell you, if you keep marching, if you keep serving God, if you keep advancing, eventually those walls will collapse. You will have your breakthrough. So we're about to worship right now. Whatever you need today, don't stop doing what you're doing. Whatever you need, don't stop filling the gap. Keep reaching to others. Whatever you're doing, don't stop working. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. Don't stop worshiping. Hallelujah. Can we together today lift our hands and love the Lord right now? 
Can you just lift a hand to heaven right now and worship the King of kings and Lord of lords today? Come on, feel the presence of God right now in this place. Come on, that's it. Give him your best. Come on, give him your best right now. From your heart, worship the Lord. Let's worship together. <laughs> 